Welcome again to our Proverbs for the day. You know, today we're on Proverbs chapter 10. Please don't let this be the only month that you go through Proverbs. You know, each month, if you can just be consistent, not just taking in the Word of God, but taking in some consistent wisdom from God's Word, it will help to make you wiser. It will just speak to you in moments that you need it. In fact, one of the best types of Bible reading, if you are a daily Bible reader and more than just random reading, although there's pleasure reading, there's you know, just going here and there, kind of like, you know, a, a Bible roulette, kind of, you know, whatever you get, you get for that day. But if you are purposeful in your Bible reading, I encourage you, get a little Old Testament history under your belt. You know, from the book of Genesis, Exodus, you know, uh, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, get a little bit of the history under your belt from the Kings and the Chronicles, from Ruth and from, uh, you know, Esther. Get a little of that history under your belt. It is dynamic. And also add a little New Testament. Testament from the Gospels of uh, you know of, of the New Testament Matthew Mark Luke and John it gives you the life of Christ then add a little Psalms in each day as well because the Psalms if you can just add in one Psalm every day it will give you a praise just an attitude of praise and when you get to Psalm 119 you know the longest chapter in the Bible you you may not be able to do the whole thing in one day and add some other uh, 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 Bible reading as well but it adds an element of praise to your life. And then the prophets, you know, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Habakkuk, you know, Ezekiel, uh, uh, Obadiah, Zechariah, Malachi, uh, not Hezekiah, by the way. There is no book of Hezekiah, but... Uh, uh, but <laughs> If you can add some of the prophets, major and minor prophets, a little history, you know, a little New Testament, uh, some of the uh, 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 prophetic, some of the praise, and then also Proverbs sticks out in a category by itself. It is the wisdom of God encapsulated in an opportunity for us to cover it on a monthly basis, 31 chapters and one chapter for every day. It's easy reading. Let me just encourage you to do that. And then also a little New Testament history, you know, from the epistles and and uh, uh, and from the book of Acts. It, it, it just rounds out a wonderful Bible study or a Bible reading. Uh, maybe you can't do that every day and give that much time every day, but maybe each week you can add a little bit from a different category so that you can continue to keep up uh, uh, balancing yourself with a whole world Word of God, the whole word approach. Don't just be a favorite word Christian. Be a whole word Christian, the whole truth, especially that history in the Old Testament, you know, the prophetic Psalms, you know, the New Testament life of Christ, you know, the epistles for the history of the church, and then adding this proverb to your life. Well, let's begin in Proverbs chapter 10. I'm certain that you have a very good Bible reading program. If you don't, you know, you can always go to a Bible a bookstore or go online and get a year's worth, you know, of, they, they make Bible reading, yearly Bible reading Bibles, you know, uh, more than just a devotion. It's, a, it's to help you read through the Bible in one year. And whether you read through it in one year or five years, whatever you choose to do, uh, make sure that at some point in your life you've actually read through the whole Bible. That's a very important. B-I-B-L-E. Many people have said that's basic instructions before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E, okay? Well, and I'm hoping that the Proverbs, you'll go through them many times, and also the whole Bible, reading through it many times. It's wonderful. You get more and you get different Every time you read through it, God speaks to you in a different way, a different facet of this multifaceted, all-powerful Word 
of Almighty God. Well, let's read now from Proverbs chapter 10 today. Today's the 10th day. Are you ready? Proverbs 10, King James Version. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is heaviness of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. He that walketh uprightly walketh securely, but he that perverteth his way shall be known. He that winketh with the eye causeth sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. The mouth of the righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covereth all sins. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, but destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, but the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof erreth. He that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. The tongue of the just is as choice silver, the heart of the wicked is little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. It is as sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. The fear of the wicked it shall come upon him, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. As the whirlwind passes, so is the wicked no more, but the righteous is as an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to teeth and as smoke to eyes, so is the slugger to them that send him. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, but the froward tongue shall be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speaketh frowardness. Wow, such powerful words here from this particular chapter in Proverbs. You know, the Word of God tells us that as we go to God for wisdom, God gives it to us. And many times the way God gives it to us is through His Word. The Bible says in the book of James, as we talked about a couple of days ago, James chapter 1, verse 5, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to every man liberally, and it will be given to him, you know, and, and not be taken away. Well, 
it is often given through Scripture. Wisdom is often given to us through the Word of God or through counsel from others who speak to us the Word of God. You know, God most often speaks to His people through His Word. God most often speaks to His people, not just in agreement with His Word, of course, He will never violate His Word, but He actually uses His Word. He uses Scripture, whether it's Scripture in songs, in counsel, or in our daily Bible reading. We glean wisdom. So when we ask of God, God, give us wisdom, we should immediately go to the Word of God and begin to open up His Word and open up our heart and open up our mind because the Word of God is truth. The Word of God is wisdom. The Word of God is knowledge. The Word of God is our future. The Word of God is power. The Word of God is demonstration of the Spirit of God in our lives. It is the Word of God, the Bible says, which is able to build us up and to give us an inheritance among the saints in light. The Bible tells us in Psalms 138 verse 2 that God has magnified His Word even above all His name. Psalms 89 34 says, My covenant will I not break, nor will I alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Isaiah 55 says, as the rain and the snow comes down from heaven and waters the earth, and you know, basically it continues, so shall my word be. It is the word of God that is the wisdom of God for us. In fact, in John, the first chapter in the gospel of John chapter one, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, the same was in the beginning with God. And as we read continuing down in John chapter one, the gospel of John, we can read as well that the word took upon flesh and dwelled among us. It's the Word of God. Jesus is the Word, the wisdom of God. The Word of God is the wisdom of God. So immediately when we seek wisdom, when you need to know what to do, ask of God knowing that He's going to give you wisdom and then open up the Word of God, or open up your mouth in song, or begin to reach back to those seven pillars that we talked about, and take the Word as the wisdom. Well, today, we're going to add one more building block to our life. We're going to use verse 4 of chapter 10. Listen to what this says, and this is one of the things I have quoted so many times in my life. I've used this for so many years. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. When we are diligent, when we pay attention to what we're doing, we will be made rich. It prospers us. It increases us. It gives us a greater uh, a return for our investment whenever we are diligent, whenever we are actually paying attention to what we're doing and looking at the details. The details are so important. But those that deal with a slack hand, those that don't know what they're doing, those that aren't paying attention, those that are just lazily going through life or lazily uh, you know, approaching their finances or lazily approaching child raising or lazily approaching their relationships, their marriage relationships, their, their family relationships, their business relationships, their, their, their work relationships, their school relationships. When you're just lazily with a slack hand approaching the critical things of life and processing the critical things of life with no attention, well, then you are going to end up, if you're not watchful, becoming poor in that area of life. But the Bible says, that the hand of the diligent will make rich. It makes us rich. It prospers us. It increases us when we pay 
close attention to the things that, that, we, that we are doing in life. You know, do what you're doing with all of your heart. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Uh, certainly, you know, if you don't like doing something, you don't want to do it twice or three times, so you may as well get it right the first time. Uh, be diligent. Be diligent in the affairs of life. Be diligent today. Pay some attention to the details of your marriage. Be diligent today. Pay some attention to the details of, of your family's relationship and your child raising. Be diligent. Pay some attention today to the details of your job, your business. Pay attention today. Let me encourage you. Pay attention to your finances today. Be diligent. Do you have a spending plan or are you dealing your money out with a slack hand? Do you know where your money is going? Do you know where it has gone? Do you know how much is coming in, how much is going out? You know, you cannot always determine how much comes in, but you can often affect what goes out. And the quickest way to get a raise is to cut a bill. And sometimes you can you can uh, work your finances around if you pay attention to the details and you can cut a bill. You want to know how to get out of debt? Well, start paying off the smallest bill that you have. Pay it off. Look at the smallest bill that you have. Pay that debt off first. I know there are a lot of good ways, and if you have a good way, you stick to it. But if you don't have any way, if you are not paying attention, if you are not being diligent over your finances, then you try it this way, okay? Try this, all right? Be diligent. Number one, when you get your paycheck, pay your tithes. Bring your tithes and your offerings to the Lord. Tithes and offerings. Tithes belong to the Lord. Offerings are what we do in response to our heart to meet a need or to sow a seed or to obey God in some area, to pay attention to what God is saying to us. Pay attention. Have you prayed over your tithes? Have you prayed over your offerings? Be diligent. Have you actually sat down with God and, and, and acknowledged that you are in covenant with God financially, that God will rebuke the devourer? Pay attention. Be diligent in your finances. This is one of the areas that most people see as critical in their life, but yet they deal life with a slack hand because they have no spending plan. They have no savings plan. Do you know God says that He will bless you in your storehouse? How can He do that if you don't have a storehouse? If you don't have a savings, how can God bless you in your savings? It's so important to be diligent in life, especially in your finances. And then get a spending plan together. It's very, very important. Pay off, you know, if you don't have a better way, pay off that smallest debt. And then the money that that, that was costing you each month, then, then apply that to your next smallest debt. And, and as you do, oh my goodness, it gets exponential after a little while. It gets to the place where you will absolutely believe it was it, it, it was impossible. It was it's incredible, but it will be taken care of of in such a short manner if you will just be diligent. Why? Because the wisdom of God and the Word of God and the plan of God and the principle of God and the determination of God is that diligence pays off. If you deal with a slack hand, you become poor. If you deal with a diligent hand, you become rich. Wouldn't you rather be rich? Then pay attention. Be diligent, okay? Pay attention to your relationships. Pay attention to your spiritual growth. Be diligent. Be disciplined, okay? Be persistent. Be consistent. Be diligent. Pay attention to the details. It's the little things that make a difference. Well, we're going to pray today, and then we're going to meditate today on how we can be more diligent 
and ask God to show us any areas in our life where we are dealing with a slack hand, where we are just lazily or apathetically going through life and not taking care of life the way life has to be taken care of in order to prosper and increase. God didn't choose you just to muddle through life, okay? But life will puddle up on you any place you stop, and it just stagnates. Make sure you're diligent. Let's pray now. Father, Lord, we pray today that you would show us the areas of our life, Lord, where we have not been diligent, Lord, where we have not been paying attention to the details, Lord, where we don't have a spending plan, Lord, or we don't have a plan, Lord, to increase our relationships, Lord, to, to foster new relationships, Lord, to, to, to do our work, Lord, to plan out our work week, to know what we're going to do in the office on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, to know, Lord, what our job requires, Lord, and to grow it, Lord, to be diligent, God, so that it can increase, Lord, because, Lord, our security and our job is often Lord, up to us, Lord. Are we making our job uh, money? Are we making our job and creating opportunities? Are we doing our job better today than we did a year ago, two years ago? Are we increasing our employer's uh, uh, reasons for keeping us around and, and our employer's bottom line, Lord? Uh, what are we doing to make our job, Lord? Uh, what are we doing, Lord, to increase it, Lord? What are we doing, Lord, to bless our family, Lord? What are we doing, Lord, in our community, Lord? What are we doing, God? Lord, help us to be diligent, Lord, to get a plan, God. Lord, to pay attention to the details. Forgive us, Lord, for dealing, Lord, with a slack hand in life, God. Lord, it only makes us poor. Lord, it only causes things, Lord, to, to atrophy, Lord, and draw back and stagnate. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, today you would show us, Lord, what we need to do in order to deal diligently, Lord. For the hand of the diligent, Lord, it makes rich. Lord, make us rich, Lord. Oh, you would, God, if we would just be diligent. God, help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, some of you have been asking, God, you know, give me wisdom, Lord. How can I make more money, Lord? Uh, how can I realize more money, Lord? Lord, uh, uh, you know, uh, give me wisdom, Lord. How can I deal with this relationship, Lord? How can I? Well, be diligent, okay? Today, we're going to meditate on where it is that we need to pay more attention to the details and to be diligent. And if you do, God said, you will become rich. You will prosper in that area. Well, God bless you. I love you. Thanks so much for joining with me here on these podcasts for the Proverbs of the day. And I will see you back again here for our next proverb. Okay? God bless you.